Hey fellow Game Masters, I'm Richard Quiner and welcome back to the RPG Daily, helping you build your world and master your game. Today's video has been a long time coming, it's been a project I've been working on over the last several weeks. This is the kickoff of our community campaign, the first of hopefully many where I take several members of the YouTube community, we sit down, we play a short campaign together, and put it up on the internet here so you can watch it and get involved in the world. Today's episode is the Session Zero. We go over some character building things and some basic information about the world we're living in. The video here today is about 45-50 minutes of backstory building, character building, and working on figuring out how this process is going to go. So I do recommend you watch this video before diving into the rest of the campaign as the character building information and descriptions are in this one and we don't really go into that one in the first session of the campaign. I also want to ask you to please be patient with the production value of this project as we kind of hit the ground running and I'm still catching up and getting the actual production side of things figured out. We still are telling a great story but it might not look so pretty just yet. That being said, welcome to Rukvar's Crusade, the first of many community campaigns here on the RPG Daily. All right, so we'll, we'll uh, jump into some of this uh, Session Zero stuff, guys. But thank you guys for signing up to play. When I first announced I was doing it, I wasn't sure how many people I would get. But I'm, I'm glad we were able to get a group, and I have another group in August. So we'll see if this keeps like rolling and we keep telling some stories. Um, let's see, you guys all have your characters somewhat made, right? Yep. I know, Anthony, you're, like, well ahead of everyone. Rice Combo, you were ahead. Chris, you debated for a long time, but it looked like you settled with what? Yeah, so I was um, sort of waiting on the fourth player, um, whether it was going to be a Forge Cleric or a Druid, and I'm going to go with Druid. All um, right. Because I think, Zach, you're being a Tempest Cleric, aren't you? Yeah, but I don't know if I'm going to be more of a healer than a damage destruction type of person, but let's see how it goes. Yeah. Um, and then Zach, you are the Tempest Cleric. Um, so let's, I just want to do a little bit, just getting into the character's mindset. I want to have you guys introduce your characters to the rest of the party. If you have specific secrets that you don't want to share, you don't have to share those. I'm not going to be like calling you out, but this is the time, like what would your party members know? Consider that you've been traveling together for probably about a week on the road. Not really doing a lot of fighting, but just like going from one point to another. So think of the stuff that you would have shared in that kind of situation. And we'll just start on my screen. I got Anthony first, and cool. we'll just go down the line. So what do you what do you got about your character? All right. So my character's name is Arsalan Alistair. Uh, he's about like a 30-year-old human. Uh, he... He uh, comes from a northern city by the Arctic. I don't know the name of that city, but that's fine. Uh, he um, 
he has he has this little penguin familiar that's always with him uh and hmm, i'm trying to think what would he would have he's he's kind of a he's kind of like a person that is like live like there's no tomorrow but also live in every live every day as if Live like normal tomorrow. Live every day that it's like a special moment, especially. Uh, cause he just he just loves life. <laughs> uh, he loves experiencing new things, and uh, he's just on a journey of learning. Uh, learning how to uh, learning the different experiences that is with within the world, and also trying to. Learn more about magic and the history of magic. All right. Very cool. I like the Arctic location. I have a couple ideas, depending on if you want to go large city or small town. Mm. Uh, which do you feel is more Arsalan's uh, upbringing? I think probably, probably large town, just to like have that contrast of what I told you before that he just walks two hours to see his masked mentor <laughs> okay yeah okay real quick i'm gonna guys show you guys a world map of the world we're gonna be playing in Thanks. so i'm gonna pop that up in here and give you guys an idea of what is dealing with do, do, do. just a quickly anthony does the um does the penguin have a name uh yes the penguin's name is barry b-a-r-r-i barry the penguin <laughs> That's good to know. I'm definitely going to use that for something sometime. Barry the Penguin! <laughs> no, Barry, no! No, Barry, Don't do no! Stop killing people, Barry! <laughs> this is like... My familiar just goes down and everyone just goes into a rage. <laughs> he was the best of us! You were the chosen one, Barry! <laughs> <laughs> I can see Barry having a, a big part in this adventure. Oh he's, man! Yeah, he's a he's a he he's he has like a he has blue blue skin. Blue. I don't know what penguins have because they don't have feathers. They do. They do. They kind of do. They're just yeah. very small, like fine feathers. But yeah. they do. They are feathered. Yeah. Okay. Kind of crazy. Um, so this here, you guys can see, is the world map. Um, I built the world as an entire world, not just one continent, because I hate myself. Um, <laughs> but, um, Anthony, what you'll see, I'm going to ping on the map. I can hold down a click and ping, and it's not very visible. But up near the top is the Arctic region, and in this, um, if I shift ping... If you, you guys are able to zoom in with the mouse, you can, you know, scroll to zoom in and out, and you can right-click to drag around the map and look around. Uh, but where you guys have your mouse at, that is actually a large city called Ice Reach. That's the capital of that continent, and mm -hmm. their main export is ice. But since you guys are the second age, it is still getting started. It's still the capital, but it's a much smaller city than in my other game. So that's an option if you want to be from the capital. If you don't, um, and you just want another big city, you have this entire continent. We can place your town wherever you want, mm -hmm. and you can name it whatever you want. So, 
something to think about. Um, you don't have to decide now if you don't want to, but if you do have an idea, then yeah. This island here looks really interesting. That like, is how... actually a place, if you want to know, that's called Merovingia, and it is a colony of Genasi. So that's kind of the place where this world connects to the elemental planes. And so all the Genasi, all the elemental creatures just kind of live on that little uh, island. What's that called? An atoll. Uh, and in my other campaign, we have a villain who's a mob boss who's from there. And they just call him the Merovingian. So that's how that got its name. Can there be a Genasi who's a mix of all four elements? I like thought of that. Because I think that would be really fun. Yeah, so that's Anthony's character, Arsalan. Chris. Yes. Tell us about your character. Um, So, Ironbark is a warforged druid. um, And his sort of backstory is uh, he's long forgotten his original name and his creators and things like that. And he was created as sort of like a just a frontline soldier um, in some sort of war that the Warforged have. I don't know what the law will be here, but um, basically he just got like severely injured in a battle and just wandered into the woods and like sat down and shut down for hundreds and hundreds of years and like a tree sort of grew through them, through him, because um, Warforged are sort of like a mix of like organic and inorganic material. So he still retains like what metal parts are left, but he's a lot of tree as well. And then something might have happened to have awoken him, perhaps, like, one of the other party members found him uh, in the woods. Um, and as to why he's become sort of like a druid or why, why he's joining the group, I don't really know just yet. I think he kind of could have been happy to sort of just stay in the woods and, and like, away from fighting um, and live sort of a peaceful life with nature as nature. So I think, yeah, depending on what the hooks are, I might see what I can sort okay. of come up with. But. Yeah, we'll work something out with that. And is it spelled I-M-B-A-C-H? Einbach? Oh, no. Sorry. Ironbark. Iron, Iron, Ironbark. I thought you were making, like, a Terminator thing. Like, I'm back, oh. Einbach. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, that's clever. Ironbark. Iron I'm sorry. Ironbark. The threw me off. Ironbark. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that's that's my accent. But yeah, when he, I suppose when he wakes up, well, the thing is, I think his eyes have been working the whole time. He's been like recording, like nature growing around him. So maybe when he fully activates, he does the iron bark and <laughs> steps out of his throne. In yeah, the there you go. All right. But, um, oh, and uh, another thing to go along with your penguin, um, Anthony. He uh, he he's like a full microcosm of like lots of little critters and stuff that because he's you know been a part of nature in a tree for hundreds of years. He's got like a little hole in his chest in the woods there and a little family of birds live there where his heart would be. Did he name uh, the birds? Chirp uh, one, chirp what two, was... chirp three. <laughs> <laughs> he just makes the name? sounds of the birds chirping. What was the penguin's name? Uh, Barry. Barry. Um, so the birds will be Larry, Harry. <laughs> and Susan. Steve. Steve, yeah. Steve. <laughs> Steve is the baby bird, yeah. Alright, alright. They're not penguins though, but they are blue. Are the are they spelled with I? Larry yeah, all of them. with an I? Oh yeah. Barry is spelled with an I. B A R R I. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so so are all the birds' names. Okay. Um, and so is Steve as well. It's two eyes for the in right. the Steven? It's Steven. Steven. <laughs> Steven with the PH. The PH is at the beginning. Oh my goodness. P H S T I I V I N. I think there's Steven. a couple more eyes in there. <laughs> two eyes in the beginning, two eyes at the end. Yeah. And then silent. the last one is silent after yeah. the end. <laughs> It's kind um, of. It looks like it's like a binary code kind of writing. Yeah, yeah, something that a warforged would name something. Yes, Stephen. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, any Steven. any other interesting fact about your character you want to share? Um, yeah, he he loves nature. I think um, instead of <laughs> I thought of like some really weird stuff. So like instead of having to like clip his fingernails or his toes, he gets like little like roots and little plants that grow out of them that he like bites off um <laughs> as a weird little trait um and he has a a uh, cooking utensils came with him uh, just from his background and stuff so i think he likes cooking making stews and stuff for everyone maybe i don't know <laughs> he doesn't eat so i don't know what this it's tastes good. like let's try yeah. it yeah <laughs> all right Giving it a guy. Yeah, the, the Warforged cook of the party. Probably yeah. makes some great stuff. All right, uh, we'll move on. Rice combo. Um, and your name is Daniel, correct? Yes, it is. All right. Yeah, so, it, uh, yeah, yeah. so my name is Daniel. Um, so my character is uh, Savas Loonrunner. Um, however, he generally likes to leave his name anonymous with the Waymaker. Um, and generally leaves... Uh, Whenever he leaves taverns or does good deeds, he generally kind of leaves that as his trademark, trying to grow a name for himself, um, but more so a name for uh, the deity that he essentially kind of attributes and serves. Um, so Savis is a bard, um, a half-elf bard, um, blonde hair with a very grown-out undercut. Um, he has kind of a bit, he always he always presents himself with a very sharp, kind of alluring smile. Um, he wears very loose clothing uh, with some padded armor and um, kind of a vested uh, trench coat um, that is that also has his favorite color on it, which is orange. Um, to his right, he has kind of like a um, a very uh, skinny blade, uh, very similar to a rapier. And on his left side, he kind of holds uh, a left like a slung pouch um, on his back, just his normal backpack and bedroll um, and law and then his most famous thing that he always cares with as much care as he can is his uh, long um, long necked strapped lute um, and then at the t at the end of the lute there it's uh, or at the head of the lute um, there's three charms um, of red blue and purple um, kind of significant uh, significant to him but he doesn't really go into the story um, very often or he doesn't go to the story unless asked um, why he has those charms um, he also, and the only other thing in terms of his description that you've probably noticed is he has a, just an amulet with just a shiny opal um, with a crest of some kind. Um, if you've asked, it's probably, it, it's a crest of his um, father. Um, he doesn't know his dad. Uh, he was raised by his mother, um, but in his 18th year, um, his mother did pass and he talks about it very openly, um, but he talks about how um, his mother passing was a gift in disguise. And so when, where there is sadness, he chooses to replace with um, 
kind of happiness. He chooses to get rid of, or he chooses to uh, calm people down from anger, um, and then chooses to always be around people and comfort them when they are lonely. So he is a in, in at the start of this inception of this character, the idea was going to play a bard who constantly just walks around, um, kind of. Um, haggling people and then kind of just tricking people but as i kept writing the story out for um savis um i was like no this guy's a good guy and so he generally carries himself as someone who cares about others and wants uh to see good happen that's savis all right uh any other little tidbits no <laughs> all right sounds good He's, he he is part of the Barry fan club that's what it is. yeah <laughs> he has a pet squirrel named Jerry <laughs> with two eyes like, yeah with two eyes <laughs> J-I-R-R-I yeah named named by Ironbark of course um, <laughs> we'll actually just move on Zach this is your first real game so yep. we're it's gonna be a little learning curve but I think you found a good group these guys all know their stuff, and they seem patient enough to to help out. So, tell us about your character. What have you come up with so far? I'm literally gonna make up majority of this on the fly. Excellent. <laughs> My character's name is Riken. Uh, what did I put his last name as? I had it just a second ago. Here we go. No, it's Riken Blizz. Chem, I believe it is, which is, or uh, let's see, uh, Blixum, which is Dutch for lightning. <laughs> I just made it up, found it on the fly. All right. Um, he is an ASMR Tempest cleric. Um, he was a about 24, 25 years old uh, currently, and was a fisherman, because um, that's just what it told me to say in D and D Beyond. <laughs> so. Um, as a fisherman, he's part of the, you know, he's been with the storms on the sea, um, and his deity, which I have yet to figure out the, I haven't found the deities for Tempest Cleric quite yet. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that, because we'll be making up your own deity. Okay, so we'll, we'll do that then. Um, but he is about six feet tall, really, really elegant yellow hair, yellow blonde hair, long ponytail, pulled back um, with very, very bright blue eyes. Um, a little bit of stubble on the chin, but not much. Um, but very, very sharp features, chiseled jaw, just broad, just worked on, you know, just being worked on the docks, worked on the sea. Um, and he has a pet slug named Terry. <laughs> no. <laughs> With two eyes. Um, no, he uh, he carries around a... if, if the, cause I, I believe that with the Tempest you can have heavy armor and a maul, correct? Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. Because if he can carry um... a maul or... A, I wanted to have wanted him to have a pole arm, which I know he can have, but I don't know if I want to do the pole arm really. Tempest, uh, you do have martial weapons, so you you could get that, but it's not included in the. I don't think it's included in the main like starting equipment. 
No, you could get a Warhammer. A Warhammer. I'll use a Warhammer. Yeah, Warhammer. Okay. Then I'll use the Warhammer, and then he also wears a silvered with blue heavy armor for the color. Um... I'm just hoping that I'm not going to be loud, but he's very obnoxious. He's not very, <laughs> he's not very intelligent, um, but he's very. He's uh, hopefully if I roll well, roll well, he'll have good wisdom. But um, he's he's one of those take action and ask questions later kind of person. Okay. So that's how that's how I kind of want to play that. Um, and he's going to be. I don't know where he's going to come from, but I want him to be from some sort of a village off on the coast. A coast. So village, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So somewhere I don't know on the water. I don't know really where it would be from. I don't know if we're in the Arctic area or not. I don't really want to be Arctic. But... Uh, where you're from will not really determine where you are currently. Got it. Um, so we'll actually just be able to pick any spot on here that looks interesting to you. In my mind, I'm thinking probably one of these islands that's just sitting out in the middle of the... Where'd my mouse go? These islands here in the middle is probably going to work out. We'll do this middle one. All right. Um, and then you there. can think on it, and you get to name the town you're from. Cool. Uh, that goes for everybody who's from a town. You'll be able to, like, um, Daniel and Savis, uh, wherever you want to be from, you'll get to name it. We can come up with some information on that, and it'll just be a part of the world from then on. Um, cool. Any other little bits of information on Riken? Um, if you don't want to call him Riken, you can call him Rye. Works easier. Um, he likes whiskey, as you can tell, Rye. Um, I don't know. Um, I think I think that's about about it. Um, right. I've got to try to character build a little bit for myself. I was just, I was really busy at work, unfortunately, yesterday to continue on with what I was doing, but. Uh, well, how about on your computer, go ahead and open up D&D Beyond, and we'll get you started putting your character get together. And this will also be a moment to clarify some of the rules we're going to be using and some of the things. Um, so first off, I think all of you guys already know we're going to be using the array system for stats um, rather than rolling for them. So I, I feel like that makes it a little more fair, and it's always... I do like the rolling. I do enjoy it, but... You know, I want it to be a little more even-keeled for this first experimental uh, campaign of sorts. Um, and then I had told you guys, go with your starting equipment that the book offered you, um, rather than the, you know, get your gold and buy it. Um, and anything's on the table. So I believe every you guys, the rest of you guys pretty much already made thing. Chris, I think you made two characters before you decided which one. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I love D and D Beyond, um, and yeah. So at work, instead of like watching videos, I was just like making characters and having a look at like what they get at different levels, just to have an idea. But sounds yeah, about right. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. what I did. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, they settled on the druid because it can turn into a bear at level two. Yep. Yeah. That okay. I have to keep all that into account for the encounters. Um, let me tell a little bit about the campaign and how this is going to work a little bit. Um, it's going to be a little accelerated, so by the end of four sessions, you guys should be reaching level or be level five by the fourth session. Um, just because I think it's more f a lot of fun to level up, and then you get to try your new things. And since it's such a compressed uh, storyline, it'll it'll be a little more interesting to give you guys upgrades more often. Um, the adventure itself, I was telling Daniel when he asked in Discord, 
I have different locations it could end up. It's going to be largely your decisions. The main ones are going to be a cave system, a forest, or... Um, what was the other one? A town. So depending on your decisions, when we get playing, that's where you might end up. Yeah, any questions on any of that? Just going to learn as I go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, but before we focus on Zach, I wanted to do one more little character activity with you guys. I want to know. I'm going to go down the line or kind of rotate around, but I'm going to ask how your character knows another character. How just one bit of how they know each other aside from the oh we've been traveling together for a week like maybe something that they have in common something that they bonded over um and this is your chance to influence another person's character a little bit so don't don't go too crazy um so like uh iron bark can't really say so and so is also a warforged doesn't work but you know you can have something in common um you guys already have your larry harry and steven yep. Kind of so we, 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 all, we all bonded over Barry. Uh, Y'all bonded over <laughs> Barry, but this will be on a more a more personal note. Um, just to make the group uh, a little more cohesive. I, I've always enjoyed doing this with my players. So we will start uh, with uh, Daniel. We'll have you start, and I want to know what do you have in common? What does, what does Savis have in common with Riken? Like, what have they bonded over? Yeah, I believe we probably, um, over the course of our travels, we have been um, going from town to town, heading towards our destination. But um, one thing that I noticed that was, um, what? wait, actually, I do have a question about uh, Riken. Um, what kind of Asimar is he? Uh, I, I'm, I'm specifically at, like I guess the question I'm asking is is he a protector score protector protector okay, okay. um so yeah I definitely like it was just one of those things like you wouldn't notice um like no one would notice because um I would just say Riken probably saw um just just a boy who just was injured um how he was injured probably just either clowning around or, or it doesn't really matter how he was injured but um it looked like he had some sort of wound and um uh Riken just came up to him and just kind of helped him get on his way and the boy didn't he, Riken didn't ask for much didn't say tell everybody about my name he just took care of the boy and went on his way um and then I kind of after I saw that I I just turned and was like I saw what you did there and then just kind of continue on back into the tavern to just grab some drinks. All right. So they bonded over heroism and helping. Okay. I'm surprised they didn't bond over their shocking blonde hair that they share. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I, I'm definitely. It's like so. You were saying how how you only you only answer about the the colored uh, charms on your your loot. I mm. ask you that probably once or twice a day. Yeah. I guarantee. I will ask you that constantly because um, it's just funny to mess with you. <laughs> but but um, and and uh, and the music makes me happy and and calm as well too. So that's definitely gonna be my 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 character of the. Imagine me being a, a Drax kind of a person, who you know, <laughs> why is Gamora kind of thing. So 
that that's kind of how <laughs> that so. was the funniest thing in that whole or that whole movie i i couldn't movie? stop laughing afterwards i i honestly the first time i watched it i missed like the next three minutes because i kept thinking about why is gamora so that that's gonna be my mentality for sure <laughs> all right uh so zach Riken, what does Riken yes. have or what has he bonded uh, with, um, we'll say, Ironbark over? Ironbark? Ironbark. Um, hmm. Well, um, the name in general. Just, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Um, uh, maybe. maybe. What, what, Maybe right. What was your character again? Your your character's uh It's a Warforged Druid. The Warforged Druid. So Culinary Master. Maybe right. Yeah, so they would definitely be the food. Yes, yeah, so it would definitely be the food. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> Cause no matter how good or bad it may taste, <laughs> it's food. <laughs> so we we definitely would have to have bonded over over food specifically you cook, you know, if you cooked fish or cooked any sort of seafood, um, because with my background of being a fisherman and and being a sailor, I, I can, I you know, would catch the fish no matter how big or small, and you would you would try your culinary arts of whatever it may be, even though you don't oh, yeah, eat food. <laughs> All right, that's a, that's a brand good one. Yes. All right, then Become iron bar. Um, how have you bonded with Arsalan? Um, we'll, we we both share little little bird companions. So, um, probably uh, little birds probably get along. Birds. Yeah. Well, I was also thinking maybe um, Arsalan uh, could be the one that sort of awoke Ironbark or found him, maybe. I was actually thinking that okay. that like so so there is this two hour journey that Arslan takes from going from the city to his mentor's plate his mentor's sanctuary and he hasn't been offered that place very often to like live in the sanctuary, but he's like, nah, I like the walk. So I was actually thinking it was like maybe one day like he was wandering in the woods just walking through and just was just like, is that is that a warforge? <laughs> is that a warforge in the tree? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and then you would have done something probably, to... Yeah, probably either uh, like told my mentor about it just and were, was able, together with her, take uh, Ironbark out of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you would have had to probably cut the tree down. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or but... you sort of crunched him out a little bit. <laughs> All right, that's a, that's a good connection. I dig yeah, it. I think, that's, I think that's cool that somebody... And like, the birds. Yeah. Which then and makes but... sense if your birds are spelled similar. Names, yeah. Names are similar. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then Arsalan, what have you bonded with Savis over? Um, I think, I think, 
uh, Arslan would have been interested in the way that he conjures magic through the use of music and performance. Um, yeah, just being very interested in that is like, oh, yes, he also does magic. Um, this is a very different way than I do magic. I have to learn all these different ways of magic. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Very, very interesting. And also that he... Has Zavis told us your actual name? Or do you... Um... Or have you just told us that your name is... So, Zavis? okay, so I do this thing. I have a coin that says yes. Mm. And I have a coin that, and the other side says no. So mm. I'm going to flip it. Yeah, he has. And so I do that with every character. Even as a DM, I flip a coin all the time just to <laughs> make it do the decision. So yeah, I have. Okay. Uh, I also find it interesting that he uh, just just is like, I'm Waymaker. And then I'm pretty sure probably one time either me or Raiken were just like, but your name is Zap. What? Huh? <laughs> you have Why? two names. <laughs> Why do you keep on telling them that your name is Waymaker, not Zavis? <laughs> All right. I don't understand. That that could be a very confusing thing for a low intelligence uh, character. <laughs> mine's, a, mine's an eight. Hey. Yeah, well, I, I, mine's a 15. <laughs> mine's a 60. I have a fighter no, this is who a... has a 5 intelligence. Wow! And we realized the other day that someone That's who conjured a crazy. moose, the moose has a higher intelligence than him. How does he function? He barely, just barely. <laughs> so, barely. Uh, Completely on impulse. Speaking of ridiculous conjuring of things, I, I don't know if anybody watches Critical Role, but the the hundredth episode, they were getting attacked by a dragon turtle, and that they they, they they polymorphed it into a sea turtle, which moves faster than a dragon turtle, so it caught up with them with no problem, <laughs> and then turned it into a sea slug, which is why I said I have a pet sea slug oh, okay. named Terry. But it's like your your slug is named that, but it's like you're not kind of in the loop. It's not a bird. It's just it's a slug. <laughs> no, yeah, that's exactly. And it's probably dead. I mean, it's it's just it's it's rotting it there. Been in the water. You know. It's in a jar. It's oh. in a jar of salt. <laughs> that's so sad. Um, um, but next Tuesday we'll play the full session, and it's gonna be a Tuesday, so it's gonna be one to four Pacific time, which we've we've worked out those details, I think, plenty. Um, mm -hmm. And then and then we're going to alternate to a Wednesday the next week, a Tuesday the week after that, and then a Wednesday the week after that. So we'll, again, those will just be recorded just like this. It won't be a live stream or anything. We'll record them and play it and just have a good time. Uh, a thing that had come up, I had mentioned briefly in a stream, is the idea of doing an after show. So after the episode airs, then we would one me and one of you guys would hop on a call and live stream like an after show, answering any questions anyone has about anything. Um, and then it would just be like you each would get a turn. It, does that sound like something you guys would be interested in doing? Yeah. Okay, then we'll work out the details for that. Any other questions? Um. Yes, you have one. Yeah. 
uh, for this city that I'm making up, oh, yeah. is there any details that you want me to include other than the name? Uh, how detailed do you feel comfortable getting? I, I can... I'll, I'll send you... I, I have a list of questions I send, um, uh, and you can answer as many or as few as you want. But I'll cool. send you a list. Um, and that nice. way you can think about it, and we can place it on the map. And that, I'll yeah. send that actually out to everybody. Um, yeah. Chris, I'm, since I'm, you're... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm thinking about uh, putting it my city probably, like, here. Okay. Right near Matt Demon? Yeah, right near Matt Demon. Right. And then having, like, my mentor, like, be over here. Okay. How big are the hexes in terms of... Uh, generally, the hexes are about days. one day of travel. <laughs> oh. So it would be a lot quicker, but I was like, we yeah. could come up with some way yeah, that Yeah, so around. probably probably here and then yeah. here. Because I, I was, like... I, I was also writing down, like... I just wrote down, like, a thing of trade. I was like, they have to figure out how to get this out of here. So probably just be by the water, I guess. That's usually a good way to do it, especially up in the Arctic. This is pretty Arctic. There's like ice glaciers mm -hmm. and stuff like that up here. Um, yeah, so we can do it that right there, um, but I'll yeah. send you a list of things. Um, cool. Same with the rest of you guys. Chris, since you were now found by... Um, by Arsalon. I'm going to actually ask you if you want to describe the woods that you were in. Nice. And I'll send you some questions on that if that's interesting to you. Yeah. All right. So I think um I want it to be like like the a real like heart of nature, which is sort of like how the magic with him becoming mm -hmm. a druid and everything happened like that he was sort of claimed by some. And that will be interesting in this area of the world because it's not a foresty world part, so it might be like a little oasis, yeah, woods. So that's a, that's yeah, an interesting. It's icy, right? So yeah, it's usually icy ground or something that like under the ice there was like a like little woods or something magical. Mm -hmm. Yeah, use the avatar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Oh, great! The all Our four of the Genasi's in one right there. Um, so I do have one question. All right. Um. Oh no! Oh, what's the name of the campaign? I almost forgot the question. Do you have a Do you have a name? I know that some people name their campaigns right off the bat. And it's, others it's, don't. I haven't come up with the full name, okay. uh, but I did mention I am writing this as a module, so I'm trying to come up with the name for the module. Mm -hmm. But the main location that is going to be worked into the name is Red Cairn. Okay, cool. Uh, I've got the last uh, Warforged. What's that? Um, Avatar the Last Warforged. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so I guess that brings up another question for me. Um, when it comes to what have what has the party either been doing or just finished doing up until the point where session one starts? Like, it, I don't know, uh, yeah, just because I don't know how, like what event has transpired to us being together. Mm -hmm. I think um, that's a really good one. I think you guys would have probably come to a city of undecided name. Just kind of striking out on your own, and it was it's along one of the trade routes. I'm actually, we're just going to pick a spot on this map right now. Um, you guys are going to be, because I haven't played in this part of the world, there's this continent here on the side. 
And so on this coast, in this little inlet, there's going to be a, a city that uh. it's going to be forested. But you guys would have come there maybe on a ship. Uh, a ship would have come through and picked up Arsalan and um, Iron Bark and then probably stopped by Riken's Island on the way. And then Savis would be on there and you guys would have just sailed over here. As, like, you're striking out on your adventure, this is the upcoming city, like, people are going there, they're trying to explore this continent. So it's kind of like a Wild West, but this is the bigger city in the Wild West out here. But not guns and, you know, cowboys. Does that make sense? Whoops, sure. wrong button. Sounds good. Um, I'll have a little better write-up uh, before the game starts. I'm gonna... I have to sit down and do it. Um... Oh, no, you're good. I was better. just wondering if you if you had an idea of like what that looked like. So, yeah, cool. just sailing. Because this is the time where you guys are finally like, we're getting out. We're going to go see things. You know, so uh, for you, Daniel, this is like immediately after your backstory ended. You're like, I got to go. And you strike out. And same with Riken. Like you are like, well, time to time to go stop being a fisherman. Let me get on a different boat. Uh so it's pretty pretty early. So, uh, but I, I do appreciate that you guys all made characters who are pretty heroic and have uh, kind of a, a good meshing of personalities. I think that will go well. Um, it's always terrifying to me to have that one you know lone ranger kind of character. It's like, please just work with the party. <laughs> yeah, it's a team game. Yeah, it's so. a team game. So I appreciate that. Um, Zach, do you have any questions? Um, not to hold you up, I'll probably just go through and figure out the whole i pretty much got everything done for um you know i got the domain good i've got my proficiencies um whatever wrath of the storm is and then my you said you were doing standard array for ability scores yeah okay so i put all those in there my intelligence is very very fun <laughs> it's gonna be interesting eight <laughs> it's an eight hey that's something and then it gave me, yeah, it gave me sailors, ship, ships, passage, and stuff like that. Um, I, I kind of got some of the character details and physical characteristics and stuff. But for the inventory, um, the two, there's a the three attuned magic items, and then there's a seventeen things in my inventory. Do I just leave that how it is, or and just go to it later, or uh, what you can do? Let me. I'm gonna go look, pull up your character right now while we're here. I have a belaying pin and a rabbit foot, and I'm definitely going to use that rabbit foot a lot. That's like my my go-to item. I'm just um, always rubbing the rabbit's foot. I don't know. It's just something that I clicked. <laughs> I'm going to use it to my advantage. <laughs> so on your on your inventory, where it has your 17 items, you can go through, and anything that you wear or equip, like your armor, your shield, uh, your mace. Oh. You yeah, might need to actually me, go through. Me leather armor. Yeah, you're gonna need to go through and change up your uh, equipment here. Actually. Yeah, I'll have to do that when I go to work. But you can just equip those things. Don't worry about it, attuned items because you guys don't have magic items at the moment. Um, the big thing for you is gonna be making sure your big homework is going through the spells, and making sure you have your spell list kind of situated a little bit. Oh, um, I, I watched your YouTube video. I'm pretty sure I got it. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Um, yeah, so just come prepared to cast some spells. And, like, it is, it's designed, this whole thing is supposed to be, you know, for first-time players. So as we are playing, any questions that come up, we'll take the time to answer it. 
Okay. Um, I am open to rule of cool. I do enjoy those situations. So when you guys do have ideas of something really cool, I will most likely say yes. I, I do that a lot, um, especially if it's really cool. Like, I watch a lot of Fly. action movies from the 80s. So the more of that, the better in my opinion. Um, yeah, and I think any, any last questions before we log off and call it a session zero? Yeah, I've got um, just a quick one. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know if you can see, but I'm pretty tired because I stayed up like really late last night and hours deliberating and theory crafting. Right. Um, <laughs> what, would the, what, would the, what would the gang's name be? Oh, yes. We'll find that as we go. Are we? I thought, well, I thought Barry's boys. I... Was there... <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying the Knights of Barry. The Knights of Barry. I think it would be fun to come up with one. Um, if you guys want more time to think about it, you can talk about it in Discord. But I agree, that's a perfectly good question. Uh, are there any suggestions now? Knights of Barry is fine. But if anyone has others... Uh... As none of us are knights. Yeah, <laughs> none of us are no knights. <laughs> a bard, a cleric, a druid, a wizard. A wizard. The Knights of Barry. The Knights of Barry, perfect. <laughs> we are the Knights of Barry. Describe With two eyes, to two eyes, not one. Yeah, the word knight has two eyes in it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> K-N-I-I-G-H-T. <laughs> oh, you thought it was the Barry that had two eyes. No, 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 it's the knight. Everything has two eyes. Everything. <laughs>